When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines underway. Good to be with you as always. Appreciate you joining us. I'm Jeff. That's Ira. Corey is there on your televisions if you're watching at home. Well, actually, we all are, but that's where he is right now, watching TV. Good to be with you. And as always, as we get things started, yay, sausage. Boom. You know, I was thinking. I was thinking, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Out the gates. About, the thing with registers is it's, you know, we, we've talked so much about the takeover, how it's taken over the Southeast. What we're kind of forgetting about is just how good it is, because that's where it all started, right? I like I, the I like quality. The yeah. quality is what's important, and now we're happy that it reaches this larger audience, and we're we're talking about that to let people know that you can get your registered sausage, the Andouille, or the. Uh, by the way, I was in the store the other day, and I asked for the Andouille because I didn't see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You and were I and about I to start a fight. But well, but I pronounced it uh, Andouille. I didn't, I didn't use the proper uh, seminal headlines pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knew what I was talking about. I, I, I should have said Andouille to just just to see just to see if he would know. Um, well, I'm glad I'm glad you were able to ask for it and do so, you know, tastefully. You didn't do it like with a sense of anger and frustration and pronounce it wrong. Correct, correct. And I also, uh, again, we had some at the uh, the house a couple weeks ago. The Corey delicious. and Stephanie brought over was yep. delicious. It's just the quality. It's it's a high quality sausage. It's not filled with a lot of the fillers. You can get. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. You can get a little cheaper sausage. But it's going to be filled with fillers and all I these think different chemicals. Somebody's got to our man Ira. So uh, if you I want don't high, know what's going on with him. High quality sausage. <laughs> go to registermeats.com. They'll have it delivered to you. Or again, if you're in the southeast, it's expanding every day. They might have it in your local grocery store. I think I'm required, Corey, uh, to uh, to ask you, given that it is uh, it's Marriage Week, right? So how do you feel it about uh, seminal headlines on Marriage Week? Uh, you probably like it helps you forget the fact that you're getting married because headlines is such a big deal that you have to have all your energy today for a couple of hours right here, right yeah. now. You can't be thinking about that stuff, right? It's probably well, look, escapism. You guys know how I am. Seminal headlines is my priority every week. Mm-hmm. It should be. It, this is what I'm thinking about 24-7. The wedding, I actually, until you brought it up, Jeff, I'd forgotten that that was this weekend. Right, right. And I, I debated whether or not to do it. I did, I did. So, uh, yeah, no, next week I won't be. we won't be doing a show. But this week I feel like to, to kind of narrow my focus – and, and really stop thinking about the wedding and if I still want to go through with it and all right. that, yeah, the I'm going to do the show with you guys. It reminds me of uh, when, when athletes or, or different people are going through, well, usually athletes are going through some sort of off-the-field issue, mm. maybe an arrest, a pending accusation. They'll talk about the, the field is their sanctuary. Where they right? got to go. This is where this is the one place where they can block all that. So I feel like Seminole Headlines might be your sanctuary, Corey. But this I, is my calm. This is my calm <laughs> in the midst of a – but that, like, but that makes Hurricane. it sound like. But that makes it sound like you're you're problem. trying to avoid something that you know. I don't think that's oh, the no, case. Oh no, you're, Ira, you're 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 misreading yeah. what I'm saying here. Right. I th- I think that escapism is necessary, and this is where you made your bones. 
Mm-hmm. This is it's not marrying Stephanie that anybody knows no. Corey for. That's, I mean, a, that's it. Not at all. To be honest, it's similar. Let people hold it against me. Steph- people if, hold that against if me. If Stephanie's told me once, she's told me told me a hundred times. Yeah. Similar headlines is the only real reason that that's that's you know, what she attracted her to him and so. you know, and then it worked out. I mean, he was able to kind of push through and find out that she was more interested in beyond the fame. Right, she that he right. the man. She wanted to get to know the man that was famous because of seminal headlines. And I didn't lie but there. Her, I said if, if she's told me once, she's told me a hundred times. <laughs> if she hasn't told me, then she's told me no times. So, on our very first date, she did ask me if I ever got tired of writing and talking about sports. Mm. So, and you, she she you had, she had no idea who I was, which was refreshing. Because oh. you guys remember my oh. single days. Oh. It's like, I don't know if this person's with me because of who I am yeah. and what I do, or if they really like me as a person. Stephanie had no idea who I was. I liked that at one time. Now, Ira was already married before he really became established as a talking head in addition to being an elite writer. Mm. Like, he was already married Keep going. by the time that he, he got to kind of make some debuts on the air and all that stuff. He was firmly established as an elite writer. So he knew that Kim was with him for who he was because he hadn't been in front of a camera or anything big like that. It's been different for you and I, Corey. Like I, there was a stretch there where I signed baseballs and gave gift baskets after a date to to the ladies. Stole it from Jeter. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I thought it was the right thing to do. I think Corey did something similar. You never had to yeah, endure that. No, you don't know no, what that's like. No, no, you know, no. leave that by the door. No, but I still question. But I navigated. But I... I navigated through those treacherous waters, mm. and I found my lighthouse, which is Stephanie, <laughs> soon to be, I guess, Stephanie Clark. There we wow. go. I said it. That'll be fun. Now let's talk about Florida State sports. You want to talk about basketball? Whatever, I said man. that sure. to bother you because you get oh. so mad if I ever bring it up. Uh, but no, I, wasn't was gonna, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to lead with that. Uh, baseball is more interesting, by the way. Uh, so you know that said, there's a big baseball game today. USF's a little step up yeah. in competition. I look forward to that game uh, actually, and I'm excited about uh, all of this. But yeah, I mean. Soon enough, we're just trying to bridge the gap. Let's be honest, everybody, till we can get to some spring football. Let's just yeah. admit it. That's what we're trying to get to. But it's nice that baseball's off to a 6-0 start and seem to have some pieces. And as I've said before, they've lengthened that lineup. I think they're going to be all right. Bullpen, you know, we'll see. We'll see about the bullpen, buddy. We'll see about the bullpen. <laughs> At least I like, they – I, like, <laughs> I also like uh, after Sunday's start when uh, Tejeda mm. didn't get a, a strike. Usually you say somebody didn't get an out. You didn't get a strike in three matters. It makes uh, it easy when, to pull him. But what was funny was Link afterwards was like, Tejeda, he had looked sharper when we had seen him. In the back. <laughs> like he was like just clarifying. Just well, so you guys good. know, that's not what it normally looks like. Which is a you know again. That's I, I actually feel bad for when uh, kids go through oh, that. It's awful. happened more than a handful of times in the years that you cover Florida State. You've seen kids mm-hmm. get out on that hill and it starts to go south. And then, you know, you put more pressure on yourself and you start aiming. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're like, I can't. I cannot. Can somebody come save me? Yes. Can, uh, this can, is, we, can I get can out of here, please? This <laughs> is not, it's got to be an awful feeling because uh, you're on the hill. There's yeah. nowhere to go, man. And he has not had – he transferred him from Florida. Yeah. People that are wondering. He transferred from Florida this offseason. This is his first year at FSU. Didn't do a ton last year at Florida either. But in high school, he was a dominant high school pitcher. There's a reason he went to Florida. Florida doesn't sign bums. Bums. Especially pitchers. So he's got a lot of talent. Big, strong kid. Just uh, hasn't found it yet. And it was just kind of – I just thought it was funny the way – I thought the umpire was squeezing him. All right. There you go. Well, I think if you – did, You didn't see the game. I didn't see it. I didn't think so. It sounded like assume, it was uncertain. I have to assume at least one of those pitches was close. So you throw 12 <laughs> pitches, one of them has to be close. Where the umpire could have been like a little league like – I'm going to give this kid a strike. This is painful to watch. It's close enough. Swing the bat. 
But apparently that umpire didn't care. I do think pitcher's the lone position in baseball where when things start going south, it can feel an awful lot like an individual sport like golf where you can't keep it straight off the tee and you're like, nobody's coming to save you. This is this is it. So, I, listen, on a serious note, since we actually did start on baseball, uh, they're a lot better. I think I can say that yeah. with great certainty, that they're a lot better than they were a year ago. I really think the potential for their offense to be good for the vast majority of the year is there. Uh, and then I also think it's interesting because they kind of have, in a weird way, if you wanted to say this, out of four, five, I get five, maybe almost six starters potentially. Because you know, if you think of Arnold, you think of uh, if you think of the three that they have, and Whitaker would right. be a Sunday guy. Right. So, and then what you've seen from Carson Dorsey, it's a, which is electric, and he can throw seventy-five to eighty-five mm-hmm. pitches, and they've lengthened him, so he could be a starter. It, you, they may have five starters. They got to just figure out right. the role for people out of the pit. Whereas last year they maybe had one and a half. <laughs> I was just about starters. to say we should really make a bigger deal yeah. of this. They yeah. have, yeah, they have legit you, starters. You, but you do wonder about that bullpen was not impressive in my opinion. The Dorsey kid has been very impressive. He's, He's been, been awesome. the only one so far that I've been like, okay, that'll play. Um, and you just. Look, it's kind of the same thing, honestly, with the softball team. Like, the softball team looks like it has an incredible offense. Like, Devin Flaherty's their worst hitter right now. And, you and know, she's really yeah, good and yeah. has been really good. The freshman the is just stud. Girl yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but if you can't get outs, if you can't pitch up to an elite level, there's only so high you can go. So, with baseball, man, you look around the country, it's hard to imagine a team that doesn't have a lot of bullpen pieces can be a uh, it's I don't see them hosting a regional necessarily, but they could be a two. I mean, they could get in the tournament, which is what you got to do this year. You got to get in the tournament. That's what that's what the goal should be, and then see what happens. But remember, we don't have a ton of data points yet. They, yeah, there's a lot of freshman that's, arms that they like. I've seen some stuff that's lively there. I'm talking about stuff. So they could hone that, and they got a lot of time. That's yeah, they the could. Plus, that's the problem. You don't know. Just plus, yet. it's it's looking like and you may have two starters Friday and Saturday who can give you six, seven, maybe eight innings. Yeah. I mean, they're already stretching Arnold through 84 pitches on Saturday. So they're stretching yeah. those guys out. If those guys give you long outings, now you only have to use maybe one or two arms. You don't have to use your high leverage guys early in the series. And now maybe, you know, you're you're working through Sundays pretty well. And remember this, on Sunday, that eventually I think is going to come back around to being the guy who's pitching on Tuesdays these Whitaker, days, yeah. which is Whitaker. Right. So you would have a Sunday starter where you're not out there clueless just rolling right. dudes out. You'd have somebody. I actually think they, and they it was kind of alluded to uh, a couple of times in the interviews I did a week ago that I think, honestly, they believe these Tuesday games lately have been the bigger games. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Whitaker. Yeah. So you think about Ju, JU is, and yeah, then USF is formidable, as opposed to say, and that's not a bad Western Carolina team. But you, you see what I'm they're saying? Not, I think yeah, these Tuesday, you yeah. got the Florida start coming up. So the Tuesday games have been the bigger games. Yeah, and that'll be interesting to see what he. I don't think they've announced it yet. As of Sunday afternoon, uh, Link hadn't said whether or not he was going to go with Whitaker again or try to get him a bullpen work and bring him out on Sunday. Um, because it, it, at some point it just becomes okay. When are you ever going to move him back to? It's got to be weird, right? Um, so yeah, we they haven't decided. But to your point, yeah, you, you wouldn't hate the idea of Roland Whitaker out there against USF the and then Florida. Florida and, yeah, I, I feel like that's the better thing. By the way, first name John asks, should I bet on FSU tonight against NC State? Talking about basketball, what's the line? Do what's we know? the spread? I haven't even looked at it. It's probably I, I, I close honest, to I've been checking. I, NC State might be favored by a couple, maybe not much. It might be close. What's to the, hey, bet bet the Knowles on the money line. Nine o'clock. Those NC State kids are probably tired. They're mm-hmm. getting, they didn't get a lot of sleep because they were doing the Tallahassee nightlife last Corey's night. Corey's all so. about the betting on the biorhythms. 
Like the he the morning pra- the, pra- yeah. the for Florida State in 2021 it was the morning practices because morning practices. they were too tired on Saturdays. It's Knowles minus two and a half. Knowles minus two and a half. All right. Knowles minus two and a half. World? You're kind of tempted to take NC State. Did somebody give me a wrong line? They're really. No, they might us- be. I mean, they're NC that might be true. NC yeah. State's not very good. I just thought that is the right line. We get confirmation. Director Matthews is so, a betting man. Yeah, that's a tough. So up. on Saturday night, Florida State was plus nine and a half. They did not cover seven. They were covering they just until they weren't. Fouling. <laughs> yeah. Just Corey, stop fouling. Corey, I take it you had the Knowles plus nine and a half? No, I didn't. I, I actually didn't. He's uh, just aware I of the I thought line. about it, but I, yeah. I didn't do it. I was just, I felt bad for people that had the Knowles plus nine and a half because yeah. it was a five-point game there I, with a few minutes left. And, and then you just foul for no reason. And you keep fouling the best free throw shooter in the country. By the way, I watched it at the sports book in Las Vegas, at a sports book in Las Vegas. And uh, as I was watching it, I was thinking – Oh, man, this is going to be tough on some people because I can see it play it out. The worst of all. I mean, you could say the last one was the worst. The worst of all was when they had three guys around Gerard, who's like 5'8". And Bob and Miller, they're all like 6'7", 6'11", and they're all surrounding him. And Bob and Miller just pummels him. It's like, dude, (laughs) he's going to have to try to throw it over three trees. Yeah, yeah. And instead, he just slaps him. And also – Read a scouting report. He doesn't miss free <laughs> he said throws. 95% so you, when you slap him on the arm yeah. like that, go ahead and put two points on the scoreboard. Yeah. And yeah. I, it sounds like I'm a, 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 you know, a disenfranchised gambler. I really didn't have money on that game. I just felt bad for the people that did. Hey, real quick, back to baseball. The one stat I wanted to bring up. You know, so they played six games. You know how many times they've struck out on offense? I'm gonna say. Oh wow! It's six games. I'm gonna say. Nine, 20, 20. Well, never mind then. I right, I what you know the they've, they've struck out 30, 30 times, right. which is five. Well, I figured games. it was outrageous. Yeah, so three a game. You made yeah. it now. I, the stat isn't even any good anymore. I it thought was, you were gonna say fifty two. It's, 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 People are laughing. We, at me. we knew what you were where you were gonna but, go. So thirty, 30 strike. I know it's yeah. not been the best pitching they've seen, but thirty strikeouts in we've, six games. And we've seen them have almost thirty strikeouts in a game. Yeah, two games. Yeah, two games. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like two years ago, that would have been two games. Yeah. So I thought of you, putting by the, the ball way. in play, man. Putting the ball in play is such a big deal, and they do that. They're not hitting home runs yet, except they for Tibbs. Will. They will. They will, but they put the ball in play, which is very encouraging. Especially in crucial situations, and that was the thing. Link talked a little bit about about it after the game. I think on Sunday, I think Brett or somebody asked him about it, and the, and, the, and it's a good point that because so many times in those years where they really struggled. They would. How many times did you see him get a runner third base and not get him home with one out or no outs? Oh yeah, and then just not get him home. It's a little frustrating. And 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 Link actually has a stat. Like it's it, the teams that are really elite get him home seventy five percent of the time. The teams that are really good seventy to seventy two percent of the time. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a stark contrast to what it was. Now it's early in the year, but yeah, it's it's nice that the, you're seeing the right approach. If the offense is going to average striking out five times a game, and they're going to strike out. 10 to 15 batters on the opposing team yeah. a game. Yeah. And they're going to put the ball in play as frequently as they are. This is imminently more watchable. Now, I understand. Yeah, those numbers are not all going to stay the same. They won't all stay the same. There's two things I do I understand. A, those won't all stay the same. And B, that was interminable on Sunday. And I'm glad I was not there. Man alive. I'm glad I was not there. I was doing much more fun things. But when you have a bunch of pitching changes and neither starting pitcher can get out of the first inning, when, you're going to be in for a long game. When the guy, the Western Carolina coach, if I if I had a slingshot, I was, I was wishing I had a slingshot. <laughs> Because I don't know, I you know, a gun, I'd get arrested. But like a slingshot, I don't – would you get arrested if you slingshotted a rock and hit the guy? Because why are you – you're making yeah, a pitching change in the so. middle of the ninth inning 
on Sunday, what could he possibly have left? Who are yeah. you bringing in? Who have you not pitched yeah. that you're going to bring in at this point that's going to solve the situation? It's a toughie. Ira, I will say this. As a, as a father of a baseball player, that you probably isn't going to play college, but if he did and somehow he was on a team that was lucky enough to play at Hauser, if you're losing 20 to 7 and you've got Joey on the bench, you may want, you Joey might want to give him the experience it was a three, of pitching one batter. Three at hour and 49 minutes, Corey. I got to care. He's, he's, he's trying to milk the, the Dick Hauser Stadium experience. He's like, we're here. Yeah. That, <laughs> hey, that guy got the last out. He did get the last he out. He did. See, he closed out the game. Yeah. Hey, and I was going to ask you guys, both of you, this team, especially the pitchers, seem a lot more uh, – Oh, 2022 yeah. Tennessee, <laughs> feisty Tennessee ball balls type boys. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now hold on, buddy. They uh, are they're, they they're, are on the cusp hey. of being out of control. I, I've I've been to the games, Corey. I have seen yeah. it firsthand. I understand what you're saying. They're they're definitely confident. Okay, there's, <laughs> Jamie, no, there's Jamie, no doubt. Jamie Arnold. Ooh, is that's got to slow. For, for that's got to slow down. He's like, let's get, stop. The doing TV's that. got the close up on him, and he's telling, get the blank back in the box. Yeah. Get the blank. You know, he's just yeah. he's just barking at this kid no, no. every time he steps out of the box. I think he said, Where "I am him." Where did this come from? I it's, mean, we uh, didn't see Cam Leiter. He might have always been like this, but he almost had an ERA of five last year. I he, doubt he was doing this much. I think stuff. he was always pretty feisty. He's feisty. But yeah. what? what it, it, it's almost like there was an edict. Like they said, "Guys, we're going to be complete a holes <laughs> on the mound. We're going to make these guys want to come out of their shoes, scream at them, yeah. taunt them." It's kind of anti. It's kind of anti Link. It doesn't like. Yeah. I, I don't know if Posey's that. I will say I just this. To him, seems like a very fine gentleman. I, I, <laughs> I think Posey's a good guy. Yeah, also a competitor. Yeah. But you know, I I I, I remember talking to Chuck Ristano, the former pitching coach, who was yeah. only here for about ten minutes mm-hmm. one year. Um, but one of the things he talked about when he got here was the one of the most important things to him about pitchers is one looking like you're in control and being competitive. Yeah. And and yeah. those are things that you kind of like, you want to see some of that. And Florida State's pitchers had not had that for a long time. Oh, no. So I don't think Link's against it. I mean, I think he likes the idea Clearly. that, they, that I, they get out there and that they are confident. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's – At it's, some point he may say something. He might. I think, I think early on, go ahead, all the frills. Well, have a lot of fun with it. The boys. nice thing about baseball is once you know you get you get ripped a little bit, you're, it'll, it might change your behavior a little bit. I also think that – Corey, we're not going to Tennessee. Don't do that now. Now let's. I, I know you're trying to fit, get. I'm it, just saying it would fit right in to it, what that team looked like to you. Just or Wake Forest. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. Wake Forest Wake baseball too. team. Mm-hmm. I'm on. By the way, I think it's just college baseball is out of control. We've talked about this before, but I was watching the highlights of Wake Forest versus Dayton because I'm I've got no life, I guess. But that's changing on Saturday. But anyway. <laughs> um, Chase Burns, the kid that was at Tennessee that throws like 102 that yes. transferred to Wake, he throws a 3-2 curveball to this Dayton kid with the bases loaded, and it's in the dirt, and the kid spits on it and takes the walk. But he doesn't take the walk. The ball lands in the dirt. He stares back at the pitcher, calls him the – he says, nice pitch, P-word. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, th- and lays the bat down and stares at him as he walks uh. the first. This is in the third inning of a game against the number one team in the country. I kind of like this kid from Dayton. Yeah, kind of, but then Wake didn't, and then Burns struck out the next guy, then got a double play grounder, and the, you could have seen the second baseman of the shortstop talking smack to the kid that had just lit in. I mean, it's like, why are you doing that? Dude, it's Where like, did this come from? That it's, these, it's not just out even, of control. Is it travel baseball? It's not even baseball because it's in softball. 
the Oklahoma, like when Florida State played Oklahoma last there was year, a lot in the of World real Series, stuff going on there. Their players will like slam their bat down when they get a walk. When they get a walk, they're like yeah. Yeah. strutting to first base when they get a walk. See now, this is but where... they don't tell they don't tell Sandercock no. nice pitch. But <laughs> I don't believe. Yeah. They don't, I don't, they believe, don't, take it I don't believe any of them said that. We've not confirmed that. One thing I will say though, this is where being old would be helpful. Like that doesn't fly for any competitor from 1997 or 88. It can't happen, right? The next pitch is in your neck. Right. It's in your neck. Like let's can we get back to that? Throw at people's faces. Let's go. No, no, right at their face. That'll put an end to it very quickly. We're done talking all that nonsense after you get thrown at. I mean, at least from a hitter's perspective, you get thrown at a couple times. If you times. at least know that it's a possibility. Yeah. 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 we got to move your feet. That's okay. How about that? So I don't get in trouble. But then, Just you make know, sure you move what their if feet. A guy, what if a guy hits a bomb off Jamie Arnold after he told him yeah. to get his head and stand there And stand there and look at the him. Box. But Jamie Arnold would deserve it. Of you, course got, he would. You give it, you take it. Of so course. I get why the hitters would be like that. It was just, to me, it was crazy that a kid from Dayton, the sixth hitter for Dayton, is talking smack well, to the top five. But that kid, but the kid, yeah, but the kid who throws three, uh, 102 just tried to drop a curveball on a 3 2 yeah, pitch against right. Dayton, man. Right. Go to hell with that nonsense. <laughs> I would have said the same thing. Seven Headlines, 93 3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. You know, we can't ignore one of the cool things that I got to see. This is not Vegas-related, but I was in Vegas when it happened. And that is the, uh, the was it the Fapowski kid? <laughs> was that just the best? I hate that dude. I thought it was awesome. I know it's awful. But it was great. I was like, maybe it's torn. Maybe the ACL oh, is boy. ripped. It would have been great. That kid's a why do bum. We, we, we don't, why do we dislike him? Oh, I hate that white. kid. No, I mean, P.J. No. Hall. That, I, that's I was talking Hall. about P.J. Hall. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. I, it's, he's a bum. Anyhow, uh, there's that. And then also, it was funny because there's acting. And this happened both times this year when students stormed the court. The one with the Caitlin, Caitlin Clark. Clark. That one was ridiculous. She was barely bumped, and she made it look like it was the worst thing that's ever right. happened, and she couldn't well, she breathe. Was, she didn't see the girl, though. She like, saw Filipowski, her. Go like, back clipped and the kid. It's silly. The old thing's silly. Now, both things can be true. Like, that's ridiculous. What are they doing? What there's, are they, there's, that kid there, running on the court. If I'm Filipowski, hit him in the face. Punch him. There's a lot of layers to it. And, and, and the reason I say that is because I've always been pro-court storming Yeah. Uh, since way back. Especially, but it's kind of tough to still be court, pro-court I mean, storming. I think the time has probably come. But the problem yeah. is we got to an era with these clumsy kids with their phones. Like, we didn't really have this problem. If if, if kids were storming the Paying court. Paying attention to what they're doing. When the Florida State fans, the mm. students, the Knoll Zone, yeah. when they would come climbing over Press Row Against back Duke. in the day. I remember the big Duke game, uh, yeah. I mean, there was a bunch of them. Oh, they yeah. stormed the court like five or six oh, times in yeah. two years. yeah. They were paying attention to where they were going, and the players were going, and they're on this side, and the teams are over there, so they could kind of exit, and the students are coming on. 
but they're and they're not looking at their phones. Like both of those cases, the, the kid ran, they ran into a player was looking at their phone. I, I want think. the players to clothesline the students. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, if you're running right at me and there's a chance yeah. you're going to hit me, you're you're looking for people to clothesline. Yeah. Well, I would. Uh, yes, but yeah. also if a player just chose to put up an elbow, nobody's going to mad at that player. I wouldn't think. Right. No. 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 I mean, if, if you look for somebody to crack back, like you might, no, like, that might look bad. <laughs> you're sizing them up. Just take I mean, not two really. Times. It would be pretty awesome. People I would, would understand. I bet nobody was running out on Legarrett Blunt like that. He showed him what's up. I, I think uh, there were a lot of things that happened. Like, I thought it was dumb that Wake called a timeout up four with one second left. Mm. Like, they oh yeah, that was dumb for, as hell. What was the they called a that? timeout for the kid for the kid after he made the two free throws? I don't know what for, but that got the students that much closer and gave them two minutes to get in their sprinter stance. <laughs> but also, if, why if the game, if why, they just if they just take the ball, if they just let Duke take the ball out of the net and throw it to half court, the game's over. By the time the students are rushing to the court, you're in the handshake line and you're kind of out of the the line of fire. But they took two minutes. And the kids all knew the game was over, so they got down in front and were all in the sprinter stance. And I've never seen a court storming that fast. Those Wake kids are flying. They were flying. It was out of control how fast they were. Like they didn't. <laughs> where Philip were they House going? Had nowhere to go. That's the weird. Th- that's the right, weird thing about it. Where are they running to? Yeah, that's to the, the weird. Other basket. Because usually, again, the whole the whole we're court storming again in its truest form. And I am a supporter in theory of what it has been in the past. You're going onto the court to celebrate and like just jump up and down and yeah, like yeah. and the players that back in the day players would stay because they liked yeah. it too. It was fun. Right. Hey, we just beat Duke or we just beat Carolina or Big whatever. Or Let's have yeah. fun. This is awesome. But now, yeah, those kids they were sprinting like it was like a race. Where yeah. are you going? It was like the Gumps at Alabama to meet Nick Saban <laughs> racing out onto the field with their fat redneck asses holding right. posters. It was always you know like yeah. you have a heart attack just trying to meet the god. I the thing is. If you're Philip House, you get a hands up. You got to take a dude out. Secondly, he did, I've always he did clipped the kid. He did, he did yeah. clip the kid with his with his leg. Should have tried cool. to knee him in the ball. Why? Why? But why I, was he still on the court? Like why would they could not have won that game well, they, after I the mean, timeout? It's a four why, point game. It's it's not twenty. You you hope that maybe they foul you when you're throwing up a half court shot, and then you score three points and still lose, right? Well, you, if you get fouled. And you make the shot. And you make the shot. But, uh, you know, I mean, look, I nobody puts in their walk-ons down four with two seconds to go. That doesn't happen. The problem, again, was the timeout. If you don't take the timeout, the kids aren't ready, aren't poised. The, be- the, better, the better discussion here, I've always thought. Now, even when I was very young, this is not an old Jeff. This is a young Jeff. I thought we were way too liberal with the core storm. Oh, I've always been pro core No, I don't know. I'm fine with core storming. Yeah. I was not anti. I was never one of these guys, oh, it's dangerous. I wasn't doing <laughs> that. wasn't me. I was not doing that. I was saying, have some pride about yourself. You don't yeah. storm the court against right. number 18th ranked so-and-so or a nine-loss yeah. Duke team or whatever. Come on now. No, I've always been people. fine with all of them. I've been, <laughs> I'm pro-court storming in all cases. You beat, Florida, Iowa, you beat Florida awesome. State You beat Florida State in 2024 and you want to storm the court, kids, go have fun. Just don't run into also, people. I think you're pro-athlete beating up a student if they feel threatened. Oh, like, for you sure. You no problem with an athlete oh. like throwing bows either. Oh, no, no, no. He wants, he's here for it all. He wants Mad Max. Yeah. He <laughs> wants them to be no, in the Thunderdome. I want the kids to get, just getting taken out. Get the players off the court. That's fine. But if the kids want to go celebrate, I'm all for – like more celebrations in life, not less mm. celebrations in I, life. I think – The funny thing, one the, the only time I've ever really been around like a situation where – you know, it wasn't – I was covering it, but uh, the, like a funny situation with the court storming or field storming – 
when I was covering the Florida Georgia game back in the day, it was like in 92 or 93, um, a bunch of Florida fans started, looked like they were going to rush the field, but only one guy like went, like one guy went first. <laughs> he, he was betrayed. He went, he went like with, I don't know, man, like 10 seconds left or whatever. And the troopers, the state troopers, I guess it was, or Jacksonville sheriffs took or whatever. Took him down. Took him down, hog tied him and put him on the goalpost. <laughs> Like, just to let everybody know, this is what happens if you come on this field. This is and what happens example. to your kind when you come around these parts. <laughs> we'll hogtie your ass and put you out on a stake. And they just start throwing, they start kicking footballs at them. They start throwing and kicking footballs at them. It was a good deterrent, them. man. I don't think anybody went on that field. <laughs> no, if you got to get hogtied, that's yeah. brutal. Talk about emasculating. We're going to hogtie your ass. So if you just have, like, what, what's. Yeah, Ira, you would love a court storming, uh, a, a Tony <laughs> yeah. Bennett court storming where oh. the Florida State fans just rush him. But I was going to say, like, people talk about don't take away court stormings, just make it more manageable. Like, get, you tell them they can storm the court after 45 something. seconds. Or, well, yeah. How does that That's work? That's the point of that. Yeah. You have a countdown on the board, like, hey, great win. Let him get off the court, and then you storm the court. But the players aren't there anymore, so there's nobody to celebrate with. That would be weird. That would be more awkward than Filipowski taking that kid out and then his walk on surrounding him in a in a loving cocoon leave him alone and walking him off the lead don't touch him don't <laughs> I, get away from him you five I nine wait, uh, wait kid what's his name uh shire was he was about to weep yeah was yeah. he crying was he crying do we know was he crying he's fine he was fine he, he he's fine but i i said this like get rid of the handshake line that would put it into most of the danger the kids could just get off the court they don't have to sit there and say good game like they're nine-year-old baseball players anymore. What's the point of the handshake line, guys? They don't do it in the NBA. You don't need to shake people's hands after a game. If you want to tell them good game, go to the locker room afterwards. Well, Corey, yeah. Corey wants less sportsmanship. Yeah, yeah. And more storming. I don't need, and, I don't need college players. You come players. on the court. Oh, care. yeah. I don't need college players shaking hands. But I, I, I am for players. If we want all the court storming in the world, that's fine. I just want to see LeGarrette Blunt knock everybody out. I want that kind of thing happening on the regular, just boots being put to sleep. But don't It'd you be think awesome. <laughs> like malice at the palace, just run our test, just slinging people. But like my state trooper, deputy, whatever, hog tying the guy, like it doesn't need, you don't, that doesn't have to happen a lot. Like I'm guessing after the malice right. in the palace. Right. People Fans like, start checking themselves a little bit, right? <laughs> you think that wait, little fact that was the last beer thrown? That was the last beer thrown at Ron Artest. <laughs> I can promise you that. <laughs> you don't Dude, need to see it happen a lot you know, of times. When you go back and watch the Malice at the Palace, all that the the best video angle you get. There's a seven and a half minute clip on YouTube that you can watch now. That's been like they they found a way to put it in high resolution. The the one guy. It comes this close to dying. If Steven Jackson connects oh, on yeah, the yeah. one, I mean yeah. that that dude's gonna die. It's yeah. lucky for Jackson he doesn't connect quite <laughs> squarely. The one dude does wear it. He didn't even do anything wrong. He's got his hands up. Yeah, I'm he's all, laughing because his buddy had yeah. seen who done it. He was laughing, and yeah. Ron Artest goes and hits, and his eyes get so big. I love it. The second he gets up from the table, you're like, oh, wait, but this I, is the real world. This man can do something about you throwing yeah. a beer at him. Why yeah. did they We've stop got a problem him? on our hands. Where's the glass? Where's my glass yeah. cocoon? Yeah, yeah. Not safe from the bear. Yeah, so, this is yeah. what happens, dude. So, uh, I don't know. The uh, Deontay Green for Florida State. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if Florida State – well, nobody's going to storm the court against Florida State. That's the problem. No. But if they did – Maybe NC State. Well, uh, yeah, they won't. I, I'm trying to think of it's a two and a half point. If it game. ever happens, <laughs> have one player that's just do all your job take is to out. like Goldberg back in wrestling. We just spear you. somebody. <laughs> just take one if, dude out. One time, yeah. and I think everybody else will start. They'll start. They won't look at their phone. They'll be looking yeah. up. 
I don't... also look, not women. We're not looking for co-eds. You're not going after co-eds. I mean, that stands to reason. Everybody friends. understands that, Corey. We don't have to be that sensitive. But that's, you, Nobody's there might telling be some anybody to punch damage. a girl. They're, I'm just saying, if you spear two dudes, oh, they I might fall it. into a woman. Oh, uh, whenever but, I hear somebody yelling something wildly inappropriate to a professional baseball player or football yeah. player or basketball player in games I've been out of seen it, I'm like, man, I really hope this is the day the guy decides, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to take my fine. Well, here, in, <laughs> I'm going to take my fine. That's, it's going to happen. What bothers me about the whole thing is I get it. Yes, there are too many court stormings. There's, kids have gone crazy because they all want that experience. Because you beat somebody who's 20 and 10. That, that's all fair. <laughs> fine, well, and good. But I still feel – but what bothers me is there are going to be those situations mm-hmm. where a team that – has no business beating a number one or number two. Right. And, and they have that those moment. Those kids should have that moment, man. It's cool. Sure. It's fun. And it's not to hurt the other team. It's just go celebrate with your team. And, again, look there up, was a kids. time when those players – Just look up. Yeah. That's just all up. we're how saying. Even, Get off your like, phone. How would you even stop them? Like, if you – that, that throng of Wake Forest kids, uh, is it just rubber bullets? Well, I you think, just the repercussions. have a firing squad I think, with I think it's, it's – you. I mean, look, man, the Florida State – puts like they've got like these 15 ushers that they'll put out yeah. there and if they you just stop and nobody no, if, they, if a no. wrong of people wants to get through them they're not stopping but if you have police because like uh is, is the fsu florida game there's like there's some games we've been to where there's legit real police out there and you're not nobody's coming out if you just announced it too that like the repercussions are that you're going to be charged with a crime right or be expelled. That, well, I mean, there's that too, I suppose. That seems extreme. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, something like that, uh, you could probably deter it in a way that, you know, we're not getting court stormings for a regular season, you know, game number 13 between it's two teams. It's not even a really good Duke team. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a great Duke team. When was the last? Didn't Florida State storm the court not too long ago? I feel like they there was stormed a, the field against Florida. Oh, yeah, they football. did storm yeah. the field against Florida. Yeah. But that but, felt good, man. I I'm all there, for it. Get on the field. Yeah. I was there uh, when they stormed the court, obviously, in 06 uh, against Duke. Yeah, there was, um, there was been, a run there where they, yeah. I think they beat like a top. Yeah, they beat Duke, Chris Paul. Wake Forest, yeah. Stormed the court. Yeah, yeah it, it, and the thing with like, again, you storm the field, that's fine. If you go up and talk smack to Anthony Richardson oh, yeah. boom, and tell him he sucks and yeah. he's garbage and you push him, Buddy, you might be on the ground looking up at them. Well, that, that, that's you what do. we're really you got rooting what you for. Deserve. They are real people. <laughs> that's that's what I would like to see happen. Seminole headlines, ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Seminole headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. So, do you guys remember real quick? Put a ribbon on this. FSU beat Duke in twenty twenty-two. Paolo Benchero was on that team. Oh, man, he was good. He was yeah. awesome. He's currently awesome in the NBA. Uh, did they storm the court? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because that, we weren't I mean, far enough right removed like, from being a great program ourselves. Yeah, but they were still pretty good then. Like, they hadn't yeah. collapsed that season. And um, and it was a team that had just gone to three or four straight Sweet 16s. So That's what I'm, I'm saying. We were, we were right on the cusp. Yeah. We were right yeah. there, not far removed from being great ourselves. That's what, yes, one of the I things I used so. to say all the time on the air before we'd play big games. I was like, now listen, guys, I'm not trying to be an old man. Don't storm the court if we beat Duke tonight. We're better than Duke. There was a time you could say it. It was kind of yeah. fun to do. We were the Well, you remember yeah. the five-year average finishing in the top two of the ACC. There was no reason to storm courts then. I'm still pro courts. Just storm. expect to beat people is all. No, I don't so know. So tonight, if the Knolls – look, guys, if, you, if the Knolls pull out the victory tonight against the Wolfpack, to get to above 500 in the ACC, I think that puts them in nine and eight. Go ahead and storm the court, man. Now, look, NC State's got that Burns kid. He's a big son of a gun. 
don't don't do anything to him, but storm the court. Well, don't Go do celebrate. anything Go to anybody. Get the handshake line. <laughs> it's implied that everybody else is fair game. No, yes. don't do anything. Well, just to say anybody. it for your own personal health. <laughs> You'll have a better shot against the not DJ Burns. He's an enormous human being. I uh, I don't know. I I sadly am at a place now where. You know what? I, I'm not even really watching us anymore. I know that we can't shoot, and we still can't shoot. And I don't know what's happened to a couple of the guys that were shooters that can't shoot anymore either. It's really disappointing. I don't know what to tell you. It's I, I, They've broken me, and that's hard to do. You know what's weird, though, is you look at it from uh, on paper. Yeah, they're 8-8 eight and eight in the conference. It's right. not terrible. That, um, that, win streak, that, yeah. that winning streak helped a lot. That was, got them to a place where you had a chance. So, I mean, it's, it's – and, and they're in all of these games. I mean, again, that game – was starting to get away from on Saturday, but then yeah, they, I thought that was going to be the first like blowout. Um, I think I think it was was it Green who had the open. They got look. down to five, and if yeah. he hits that three, who knows yeah. they could win the game. But that seems the story of the year. He can't shoot anymore either. He, I think he's definitely dealing with an injury. I mean, he missed a whole game, and he I think yeah. he was hurt the well, game before that. So it, he wasn't lighting it up before that. It's fine. But I mean, I think it's been it's a been a it's been a lingering, lingering injury. Yeah, yeah, I think it's something up. Yeah, they body. and they don't the Nickelberry kid was what happened miss. to him? He was a shooter coming here. He yeah. can't shoot yeah. a lick. Not in the tuck. But, they should have had him I try out say, in the, the tuck. Sal, just bring their court down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, better the, sight the lines. Watch, Jameer Watkins has been really good, man. Yeah. He's fun to watch. He's a great he's player. Easy to cheer for. He's just easy to cheer for. He, he because he he plays hard all the time. He leads them in rebounding. He's the only guy that really consistently attacks the glass offensively. He he gets in the paint with the ball. It can finish. Oh, they're not um, they're not guilty of not playing hard. Uh, this team plays yeah, but hard. But he especially he yeah. his season is kind of getting lost because they're just a blah team. But he's had a really nice season. He's had an yeah. all ACC yeah. caliber season. Like not first team. He's not R.J. Davis, but maybe our Filipowski. But who Jeff says is a bum. He's a bum. But he could be a third-team All-ACC guy. He's been a nice player, man. That was a very good addition. And, you know, other guys are getting better, and they just, you know, they got to go get some shooters. And that silence is kind yeah. of the retort. <laughs> we go uh, back hey, to Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, I know, for real. I, is, I, I was setting you up. No, I mean, I'm uh, – I agree with there, what you said. Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing I, more there's, to add. Really. Yeah, I mean, like they're they are what they are. I mean, they're 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 yeah. still a couple pieces away from yeah, they being leave you, they a, leave you a really good team. But it's like again, they're kind of in this nether. They're not awful, but in they're not ways, really worse. good. In some ways, it's worse. Well, I'm just, I mean, at least from a talking from a talking standpoint, right. a lot of times, if you people hate being in limbo, and so when you're kind of you're not terrible, you're, you you play hard, you've got some pieces that you like, but you're not winning enough games. It's just kind of like, what do you do? Yeah, and the, well, and part of the problem is, you know, this whole conference. I mean, it's just kind of blah. I mean, what are yeah. they? Gonna, how many teams are they going to get in the tournament? They um, keep saying like four, three or four. We'll right? It might end up being more than that. But look, man, Miami's been a horrible disappointment. Yeah, uh, terrible. I, I, it just they've been they've lost seven games. My heart in a row. breaks. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame to see a team that went to the Final Four follow it up largely intact, do nothing, and an add Florida State's best player. Best in quotes player from last yeah. year's Florida State team. And I hadn't thought about worse. that. Matthew Cleveland not going to the NCAA tournament after betraying Florida State and going to Miami is a good thing. That's <laughs> and it. he's already 0 1 against the Knowles. And what do you have, two points? Yes. Yeah, he sucked. It was glorious. They'll end the season with them uh, at home. I think that's the last game of the season. And so that's that not. Might be a nice capper. Well, what would that be? So if Florida State is able to win that game, how many of the last like fifteen against Miami? It'd be like fourteen, 14 and of, one. Yeah, over fourteen the last and one. 15, something like it's that. been bizarre. Like even that really good Miami team last year losing to well because of the Matthew Cleveland three. 
Good news, though, guys. Spring football starts March 19th. I think that's what uh, – The dates are out. Yeah, yeah. so March 19th, Pro Day is, uh, I guess, in a couple uh, – March 22nd, the, yeah, right I think, after that. Pro Day. Well, and then we have a bunch of Knowles that are, you know, going to uh, be drafted in all likelihood. And combines you have this combine week. Combine this week, later in the week. And then next week we get our uh, first tour of duty. First and only uh, trip out to tour of duty to watch the, uh, the guys sweat. Beyond just the fact that football rules the day across the board all over America and every show, central theme is football year-round, so it's not just us. But this is a level of peak intrigue, I think, because of all the new yeah. faces and working parts and expectations that vary greatly like I'm really high on this team I think they have a chance to be very very good some other people think I'm nuts I've heard that response too that's fine but I think that builds towards the excitement of spring beyond what you normally have everybody loves the respite from the doldrums in the offseason when you get a spring to cover we're excited about it but I, I, I'm really excited about this spring yeah we actually Corey just wrote our first spring preview uh, piece on the quarterbacks way to today. do something Corey and uh, I, God, I was wondering that on the flight is he ever going to do anything <laughs> but we were talking about it and it, last year we did not do spring preview stories because we knew what every position was every one of them I mean there was no there was no mystery at linebacker. There's no mystery at corner. There's no mystery at running back. There's no mystery at. Wide and I don't think Keon Keon wasn't even he wasn't here, here spring, yet, right? Yeah. No. He wasn't even Keon. Um, so yeah, there's just the, the big storyline was because could Kentron Portier be the number two wide receiver? Um, and really, there was just no other. There was no drama going into that season. This year, man, it's drama everywhere you turn. I mean, there's some really good positions and good. And there's a lot of promise at a lot of positions, uh, but there's. Wide open competition in a lot of positions. Yeah, and I think that's going to lead to a level of intensity for a spring that you don't see day to day as frequently. I, that that's going to be fun since we have access. That's going to be easy to document and fun to talk about. I, I really do. I think when you go down position by position, you can see where there's intense competition, whether it's to be the starter or to get the reps as the two. There's a ton of competition across the board. Yeah, and last year the I think Norvell talked so much about the increasing the competition, but that was like. Offense versus defense. Right. Because receivers That's versus different. DBs. Yeah. This is going to be inside those positions because, I mean, across the board. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, is Lawrence Tofili guaranteed to be the right. top running back? Right. I mean, no. 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 Not at no. all. Not with what you brought in from Alabama and not with what Would you have you coming say, back in general. When you, when you start thinking about guaranteed starting spots, obviously uh, DJ at quarterback, and then I would say Morlock at tight end, and then what? Maurice, Maurice Smith. Smith at center? Yeah, and maybe Robert Scott, if he's healthy. Is that it? If he's healthy, and then I think Jeremiah Byers is probably going. I mean, he came back. He's going to start. If he wasn't going to start, I think he'd be gone. Right, but um, you know, they probably wouldn't tell him, "Hey, you're not going to start." But and now it's too late. Gotcha, Jeremiah. <laughs> be, you're going to be our swing kid. You're going to be <laughs> our swing guy. But if he's not starting beauty. in the spring, he won't be here. He'll pass the May, that, April window. Isn't that that's the other that's reason the to watch there's, spring there's, closely? There, there's. Not only are there very few starters that are guaranteed, there's very few number two guys that are guaranteed. Like, you don't even know who the top backup is going to be. Who's the top backup at tight end? Who's the second string running back? Who are your top seven wide receivers? Literally, you have no idea. Yeah. None. That's a really cool I, – I, because you've got talent. It, it wouldn't be cool if you were, it was 2020. It is cool. But when you have talent, it's cool that you have that much open competition. It is cool, and, and I agree. There is a lot of talent, but it also makes you – Pause when you start talking about going 11-1 or 12-0. Not, not this guy. Make, not Jeff Cameron. Doesn't make this guy pause. This guy's ready to roll, baby. Let's go. It's, I'm debating between 11-1 and 12-0. and 0. The rest of you yeah. can yeah. fight amongst each other thinking well, that they're going to be a five-loss team. Guy asked me the other day on the street, nice guy, mm -hmm. and he, he he's like, I just want to know for real, what do you think? <laughs> and I said, 
not that crap you say on, on YouTube. And I said, man, right. I would say if I had to guess, if I had to put money down right now, I'd say probably 10 and two just because the uncertainty, but I don't know who they would lose to. I just, I don't, there's so many questions that I don't feel good saying, oh yeah, they're going to run the table. No. And I think the biggest thing, even though I am bullish on them, I am making assumptions and I've said as much right. that I'm, I'm assuming the best several, in certain. Yeah. I things. think certain things are going to play out in their favor that have to happen for them to achieve anything close to what right. I'm predicting in far as 11 wins. Like, but I, but it's a, a distinct possibility. I just think, and I continue to repeat this, and we know we're far enough removed where we can say it safely. It's not excuse amazing. They went thirteen and zero, so they found a way to deal with it. It's an amazing thing. They were injury riddled in the second half of the season, and it seriously affected this offense. That offense was not good in the second half of the season, by and large. They had their moments, right. and it's because their most important players were hurt and their offensive line was less than dominant to say the least. They couldn't run the ball with consistency. They hit home run plays because Trey Benson's a freak, but they couldn't run with consistency. They didn't win first down. They were behind the chains. Their best wide receiver was running at half speed. They they won with defense a lot. They of times. dominated with yeah. defense. Yeah. yeah, their their best wide receiver run was running at half speed because of an injury. They were excellent on special teams. They had a very good defense. That's right, and they were and they, average they, on offense. They could make some plays on offense. And that's the thing, man. They have a chance if things come together. Just collectively, if they're not as injury plagued as they were a year ago, they could be much more consistent. Let's put it that way. I think they'll be better. I, and it's again, they got really unlucky. I mean, again, you're you losing Johnny Wilson for two and a half games. Keon Coleman might as well have sat out more than the one he did. I mean, he was he was that catch in the in the ACC championship game on the sidelines where he tried to run back across. He looked like a fifth string receiver. He didn't even look like he should be out there. It was ridiculous. There were so many, and then Jaheim Bell was good for two games, and then he was hurt. His ankle was messed up. They were trying to hide guys and move them around and just like, okay, we'll play you sparingly here. This week, this guy's less hurt than this guy, so we can feature him. But then he'd get hurt, so they have to come back and hope and that this guy was And it was weird. Was like you, you could tell it was affecting play calling because like there was a – Correct. I, I can't remember a game that was late in the year where he kept feeding Keon in those little hitches. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's not what that guy is. That's not why he's here. But I think he felt like he couldn't run wide open. And I wonder, and I'll never know, none of us will, like – the balance of trying to get a kid who's a star who came here for one season, who obviously wants to be a first-round draft pick, trying to get him the ball, and then he gets hurt. So do I like go away from him? Is that going to cause a problem if I go away from him? Like I think they had balancing acts going on here. Jaheim's the same way. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying those kids caused problems. I'm just saying that that would be tough. So yeah. The, the, I, do, I think they will be as productive or more on offense just because, yeah, they weren't good the second half of the season offensively. I just wonder, you know, they were so good at holding on to the ball. Yeah, they, they didn't turn never yeah. hurt themselves. Yeah. Other than the Boston College game, they never hurt themselves see, with turnovers, ever. Did, did you see where Trey said – Trey tweeted that he's never fumbled. He never fumbled once at Florida State, and which is probably true I'm if you think to about remember, it. I was trying to think of a fumble. Because yeah. the, well, kick, like the kickoff – But that wasn't a fumble. College, but, but that wasn't a fumble. Yeah. It was a squib, and he just didn't – yeah. yeah. But – um. And uh, so you had a quarterback who never threw interceptions and a star running back who never fumbled the ball. That's a good combination, man. It helps. <laughs> it, it helps. Yeah, and that I can't and a guarantee good for this next year. Right. Yeah. Uh, hour number two, headliner questions. Forthcoming. Stay with